Ecclesia is a new church trying to live out the way of Jesus in Princeton, New Jersey. We pray this teaching invites you to love Jesus and people more deeply and to embrace the full life that Jesus offers each one of us. Grace and peace to you. In his book, Canoeing the Mountains, author Todd Bolsinger describes how Lewis and Clark were tasked by then-President Thomas Jefferson with charting a Northwest Passage, a waterway that would connect the Missouri River to the Pacific Ocean. Their assumption, as they set out, was that they would reach the mouth of the Missouri and then be able to follow a previously unknown water route to the Pacific. This mission would completely integrate the new continent, still unknown to its colonial interlopers, and would establish a trade route along the rivers. However, what Lewis and Clark found as they came to Lamai Pass in present-day Idaho was not the smooth descent of a river, but according to Lewis, the most terrible mountains he had ever seen. Now, as a church in 2020 was setting up to be a year of profound growth for us in every way. Friends, we have successfully launched a church. We got this thing off the ground. We celebrated our one year just a couple of months ago. We have established a tenuous but consistent financial foundation towards independence as a church. We have made significant inroads in campus ministry in our area and in serving the needs of the most vulnerable and the most marginalized in our neighborhood. And we have established uh, ecclesia communities that are living and breathing and have been functioning so beautifully. I'm so uh, honored to pastor this church and to see how these relationships have continued to deepen as we've been scattered through this quarantine. And as the year began, as the year turned to 2020, I saw no reason to expect anything but more growth, more vision, more people. But as you are all certainly too well aware, uh, the world has profoundly changed since March of 2020. Now, where we expected to to sort of turn a corner and cruise down a river, reaching our first destinations as a church, we have instead found mountains. And the question that is before us today is the same question that Lewis and Clark faced as they stared down the unwavering face of those towering mountains. Do we keep going and adapt to the situation at hand or decide that this is not at all what we signed up for and turn back east? For me, and I know for so many of you, it's not even really a choice to the mountains. With this situation in full view, I see significant challenges, our own mountains as a church that we must boldly and skillfully traverse. The primary danger I see in this moment is not what you might think, though. I do not fear the scales of the typical measures of church health, whether it be people or financial contributions. My greatest fear is this understandable retreat into online spaces would cause us to retreat also into complacency. You know, Jesus tells a story about a master who gave some of his money to different servants and then he went away. And, and what the master is expecting for those servants to do while he is away is to try to make something with what he has given them. The only servant that the master chastises and reprimands is a servant who buries what the master had given him in the ground. 
And I think this is the danger that faces us. As we sort of retreat to these online spaces, we can become complacent. We can lose the heart of the mission of God. And in many ways, the church in the world right now, with the restrictions placed upon our gathering by the very real threat of COVID-19, we're like an athlete that has injured an Achilles. It's a debilitating injury that will take a long time to heal. And we legitimately cannot run or jump right now. And even walking is undertaken with great strain. But we still have arms. We still have abdominal muscles. We still have a back and shoulders. Yes, a significant piece of our body is injured. But if we use that injury as an excuse to spend the next several months on the couch eating potato chips, not only will will our injured muscle atrophy, but all of them will. I want to challenge us as a community to view these limits that we have now found ourselves placed uh, on our gatherings and on our community, to view these limits, which from everything I have read and seen will be with us for a while, not as an excuse to just hold on and wait it out and try to piece it together on the other side, but as the very call of the Holy Spirit of God to press in to train those other limbs which we may have previously seen as of lesser importance and most importantly for us, to stoke the fires of passion and mission with which Jesus loved us by giving of his very life. Now, here's where it gets particularly difficult. I know you, Ecclesia. I know your heart. I know your character. I know your attitude. As you're listening to me right now, you're nodding your head saying, okay, great, let's go. How do we do it? And I have to offer you the most honest and yet the most vulnerable words that I have. I have no idea. Just like Lewis and Clark were in uncharted territory and they weren't exactly planning to traverse the Rocky Mountains, we're in a place we didn't expect to be. But we still have a mission. A mission to show people full life in Jesus by living it out ourselves. We have a bond. Just as like Lewis and Clark could look at each other and say, you know, our relationship and the relationship of this team has brought us this far. We as a church have a shared history and a life together in Christ that though it may not seem like it has prepared us to scale the mountains, has truly prepared us to weather all seasons. The task that's ahead of us is to exist as a creative minority, ruthlessly committed to our mission and to one another. The task that is ahead of us is to live out of our collective DNA, the values that hold us together in order to accomplish the mission that Jesus has given us for the sake of Princeton and Central Jersey. Now, I firmly believe that these values that we have established form the backbone of our community, and the Spirit of God is going to continue to use them to make us a people who live out the beauty of the gospel of King Jesus. Our values, just to remind you really quickly, words create worlds. We meet Jesus at the table. Life with Jesus is cultivated. Reliance upon the Holy Spirit, he goes before us and that we are intellectually honest. And friends, Ecclesia, if you're feeling the ache of this disruption, if you miss church, and people, and singing, and handshakes, and hugs, I'm right there with you. But we cannot shrink back from this moment. I firmly believe that in spite of our circumstances, this season can be a time where God is preparing our community for a harvest of beauty, of justice, of renewal, and the overwhelming experience and knowledge of God's very presence and peace with us. 
In order to take the challenges of this moment, we are convening some smaller, adaptive discussion groups to process, take inventory, dream, and to commit to experimenting within the limits of our current existence. And I want to invite you uh, to, to uh, participate in these groups. You'll be uh, co contacted by a leader and invited into that space. And, and there are no answers to this test. There's no feeling where it's like, here's what we're trying to get to on the other side. The answers for us are to keep going, to keep pressing on. And that's what we're going to do as a people. I want to read to you an extended passage of scripture as I wrap up from the, uh, the letter to the Hebrews that in so many ways uh, it speaks to our present circumstances. The writer of Hebrews writes in chapter 10, beginning in verse 19, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened up for us through the curtain that is his very body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching, you need to persevere the writer of Hebrews goes on, so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised for in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. And but my righteous one will live by faith and I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. We do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Ecclesia, this is a time to press in, to persevere. Let us not be a people who shrink back, but pursue the face of God and pursue what it might mean to live as his people in this moment. Grace and peace to you. I look forward to the fruit that will come from our daring discussions. I look forward to scaling the mountains with you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information, please visit www.ecclesianj.com.